Hey everyone, so it is February and uh, it is Black History Month and so for me what I try to do this month and generally all the time but I really like to set some time aside is to you know look into and read about um, black history and try and learn something new that I perhaps didn't know before and um, in my readings uh, this week I came across the concept of dehumanization so let's talk about it so I was reading this really interesting um, study about uh, some psychologists were basically trying to study the process of uh, dehumanization in human history and um, uh, dehumanization I should say is like is uh, basically they found it sort of like a mental loophole that lets us harm people so just how our brains are wired as human beings we're very social and we're sort of uh, wired to naturally get along with other people we want to um, get along with other people that's just sort of how we our natural state of being is wanting to be agreeable and social and you know together and so they found that in order to harm other people as we uh, have done in our history is um, we sort of create this loophole where we you know make the people that we're harming not human we sort of allow ourselves to see them as um, not the same as us so that we can harm them so um, they basically did this study and they found that you know white people uh, see non-white people as less evolved and these are like um, I would say not what people would consider like typical uh, racists or stereotypical racists if that's a thing um, but people that you know consider themselves not prejudiced they're probably people that are you know condemning people that they feel are racist and but you know still in the study they found that they consider uh, non-white people you know less evolved than them and this belief of uh, you know, non-white people being less human is, you know, it's, it's so um, powerful because it's, you know, led to so many historic atrocities, you know, like the Holocaust and, of course, slavery. And even today, we can see it in, um, you know, anti-Muslim sentiments and, you know, the immigration um, situation that's happening in the United States right now with um, you know the government separating families um, and of course it's because they don't see uh, these people as people that we can um, you know that they can be so cruel to them uh, so inhumane um, it's because they're not seeing them as uh, as human beings um, one of the most 
impactful and powerful uh, interviews that I've seen in a really long time, and it's uh, why I chose to uh, title the episode of this podcast after it was um, they were interviewing um, an immigrant from Mexico that was coming to the United States, and uh, I think they asked him, you know, like, what's you know, your take on things and, you know, what do you think is, you know, the problem, the basis for all this, you know, um, you know, cruelty and separating people from their families. And uh, he basically just said, you know, tell them we are human. And I thought it's so perfectly encapsulated like just perfectly uh, summarizes what the root of the problem is is that um, you know he understands that these people would never do this to another person and it's only happening because they see these you know uh, migrants as as less than human and it really resonated with me because I thought it was so simple, so powerful, and uh, so, so very, very true. And so this concept of dehumanization is, you know, becomes the basis of racism and, you know, the belief of white supremacy and the, the idea that non-white people are inferior and sort of undeserving of, you know, full participation in our society and, like, the privileges and, you know, that um, our society currently has. And you can see it. You can see it every day. And it's the things in the microaggressions that, um, you know, people of color speak of you you see the confusion and the hatred and the anger um in white people it, it you know it's a simple thing it doesn't also have to be like hatred and anger it can just be s pure confusion um when you see a person of color that's wealthy or powerful um in a position of authority and um it's just uh it's that uh, understanding that the belief that they're not able to be in this position because they are a person of color um, and it's very very disturbing um, Jane Elliott uh, she's a famous sociologist and activist you know she famously said like there is only one race, the human race. And I think that's, it's 100% true. Um, and it's something that people, you know, like to think, you know, even the term racism and just, you know, like there is some sort of difference between human beings. There isn't. There's one race, the human race. Um, and so this idea of even ranking people, I've always found very ridiculous, and especially the way um, it's done. 
in no other aspect of anything would this idea of ranking something so white people you know rank themselves and then put themselves first it's just it's ludicrous and you know how can you really know that you're at the top how do you know that you're better and how they validate this is by getting other people other white people that would benefit from this ranking to validate it so that's how this system of race works and it's a flawed method it's absolutely flawed you know like a scientific theory where people would be like oh this is the case and then they would get someone who would benefit from that proof being correct um and that would be like their basis for showing that it's true would be completely debunked it would be thrown out and laughed at but that's basically how racism and the classes of race exists white people were like we're currently powerful we're gonna say that we're the best and then we're gonna make sure that we validate it by getting other white people to say that that's absolutely true and let's try and get everyone to believe it and it's just it's when you think about it like that which i've always have it's just really really stupid just stupid um and uh it's it's i i know we want to believe that there's this change and there is change is happening people are being very vocal about it be anti um racism is out there and it's alive and we have great allies amongst you know white people but i always think of the current uh administration the trump administration in the united states of america as just being a perfect example of this idea of white supremacy because after um president obama came in and you know created a lot of firsts in american history a lot of white people were angry and they were angry because of this very idea that the highest position in their country should never belong to a person of color and i know there's a lot of people that would be ashamed and disgusted of from themselves to admit that they believed this but somewhere tiny a tiny tiny part of them had to believe it to have the fact that um they elected president trump into the white house because the belief was so strong that any white man any no matter how unqualified would do better than a person of color was what got him the most power powerful political position in the country that's there is no other explanation people try and you know use examples of like oh you know he didn't have anyone like opposing him he was just this thing it was just a matter of anybody that's white rich powerful you know all the things that we collectively agreed 
many, many years ago was what we valued. They have to do better than one of the most intelligent, capable, uh, you know, sensible, terrific human beings um, that happens to be a black person, a person of color. Um, And it's that privilege of being white. It's the privilege of being a man that uh, got him into the White House. And it's, again, that privilege of being white and powerful and rich that's keeping him there. So, um, yeah, I think it's this concept of uh, ranking people and dehumanizing people needs to needs to stop we need to believe what Jane Elliott said and that there is only one race the human race so I'm going to end with an inspiring story of Miss Cecily Tyson she is an African-American actress and model and um, you know she's just on all around superstar superstar um and she was talking this is many years later she back in the 70s she did an amazing movie called sounder and it was nominated for an academy award and um, she was as well and she was talking about the racism that she encountered when she was promoting this movie and one of the stories that really spoke to me was about how she said that during this interview this woman a white woman was saying that she didn't really you know believe the plot of the movie that this family would you know miss their dad so much um you know and that they would she didn't believe the um love that they were showing when they were like reunited you know um this the reunited scene in this movie and you know Miss Tyson sort of stopped her and said, you know what you're saying, that we're not human. Like the fact that she thought that this black family was incapable of loving one another um, was so shocking to me. And the fact that she would just be so brazen to say it and be like, yeah, I just didn't get that you would love each other like I don't know um what she thinks we're doing here in this world but um it really stuck out to me that when people see me if someone sees me and they see that I'm somebody that is incapable of loving loving anything my own family um it just it honestly, it takes my breath away because that is, it's a way of dehumanizing me. It's a way of making me not human. The fact that they think that I can't love anyone and it makes me angry and it makes me sad. And um, I, I, I try to understand what goes in their mind what what part of their mind is this is the anger talking what part of their mind is broken that they don't see me as a 
full human being because as a person of color, we don't have the luxury. We still, no matter how frustrated and angry are, we are with white people, we still see them as people, you know? And um, it, it's just, um, it's shocking to me that, that with this privilege, they can, they can be so wrong, so wrong and uh, so sad. Um, and so one of the takeaways, instead of, I always try and look on the bright side of things, was that, uh, you know, Cecily said that she, in the interview, she said that she always demands to be treated as a human being. And so despite all the racism that she faced, she always, you know, takes a moment to pause and, you know, demands to be treated as a human being. And so that is, what we need to do, what I will do, um, always make sure to be seen as a human being because that is the fight that we need to fight. It is the basis for a lot of hate in the world, um, being dehumanized. So I will fight to be seen as a human being. And in all the little ways, every day when someone asks me at Starbucks if I'm gonna be paying for my coffee, with visa no no ain't and uh <laughs> you know and all the big ways um that i'm going to keep fighting for my humanity which is you know writing policy which i do to end discrimination um in ontario um and so yeah i'm gonna fight the good fight fight for being a human being uh and the dehumanization uh, of people of color. Thanks so much for joining me in my Blackadian universe. I'll talk to you next time.